and welcome to the first episode of Low Season Traveller Insider Guides. For this first episode, we're going to look at Spain's third largest city, Valencia. Known as the City of Joy and also the City of Running, Valencia is just under two hours flight from the UK and enjoys an enviable 300 plus days of sunshine every year, which makes it the perfect getaway during the low season. To help us learn more about the attractions of Valencia, I'm joined today by a good friend of mine and the brand manager of Turismo Valencia, Mr. Miguel Angel Perez. So welcome to the podcast, Miguel. Thanks for, for inviting me to join the, to this uh, podcast uh, for Low Season Travel. Thanks a lot, Pet. Oh, you're very welcome. It's great to have you with us. So, Miguel, you've been with Turismo Valencia now for 10 years, I believe. So, I guess, first of all, could you just give us an overview to your beautiful city? Well, uh, this is a city that was uh, founded by Romans uh, around 2,000 years ago, and um, it has been always on the avant-garde. You know? uh, so in the 15th century, for example, it was uh, one of the most important uh, cities on the Mediterranean Sea. In fact, it was a kingdom, you know? the kingdom of Valencia, really huge. You know? And from that time, we have some of the most important uh, buildings, like the Silk Exchange uh, Market, which is a world heritage by by UNESCO. No? And uh, surrounding it, we have one of the biggest uh, historical uh, city centers in, in, in Europe. And uh, close to it, taking the, the riverbed, you get to the City of Arts and Sciences which is nowadays like a, like a, like a landmark uh, to the city. No? Yeah. I think it's probably one of the most, uh, one of the most famous sites of Valencia is the, the City of Arts and Sciences. It's so familiar to us all. But it was interesting when you talk about the old times, of course, Valencia used to be a walled city. Um, and all that remains of the former walls is that there's two large gates and um, what are the names of the gates? There's one on the north, I think, and one on the yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 city had in the history three walls. The, let's say the most important is the the, or the most known one is the medieval one, and that's the one we still keep uh, two gates. One is called uh, quart towers, which are uh, like a round shape, and the other one is the serrano gates. Uh, the Serrano Gates, which is, well, for many people, is one of the nicest buildings in the in the in the in the city's uh, Gothic style, and that's where our Fallera Mayor, which is the the the, the queen of the Fallas, this uh, big festival that we have uh, in middle uh, in middle March, before spring, she makes the the opening ceremony, welcoming everybody welcoming the world to come to visit Valencia in Fallas. This is on the last Sunday of February, which is a low season. Right? Very good. Just give us a little bit more of a background of the Fallas Festival. So we know that it's a UNESCO uh, World Heritage Site officially, but there might be a few people out listening to this that aren't aware of the size and importance of the Fallas Festival. So tell us a little bit about yeah. the Fallas Festival. Two, 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 year, two years ago, this uh, festival was uh, granted by UNESCO as intangible World Heritage, uh, as you've said. The, the, the main uh, week is from the 15th to 19th of March. The 15th is when we settle up uh, 800, 400 adult and 400 children fires 
these fallas are huge sculptures made of uh, papier and wood. Well, the best thing for the people is just to check fallasfromvalencia.com with a lot of, of videos. No? And the interesting thing is that on the on the the beginning of February in the city of arts and sciences we already make a temporary museum with uh, 800 ninots 400 ninots uh, for adults and 400 ninots for children the people will vote pay an entry is very cheap two three euros very cheap uh, you can stay there around one hour two hours seeing this uh, artistic uh, sculptures and then they vote and the ones which are saved remain at the Fallas Museums, will not be burned right. on the nineteenth of, of March. And the, rest of, the rest of them are gonna get burned, right? The the rest everything will get will get uh, burnt, but not these uh tuny knots that are saved from the fires. From the fire we call them ninot indultat uh, saved uh, figures. Yes. We could say, and 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 all year round, you can visit the the Fallas Museum, where you can see the the history from Fallas because you have the safe uh, ninots from the last eighty years, more or less. Incredible. And Which for is the, for very the... close is opposite. The Fallas Museum is opposite to the Opera House. Opera House is at the City of Arts and Sciences also, yes. and this is a, a great. Uh, building also made by Santiago Calatrava, who is a Valencian architect, by the way, mm -hmm. and that can be also visited. Not just when there when there is some opera going on, uh, but you can also visit it with uh, guided visits. Really unique experience, unique building. Yeah, it's quite it's quite something else. I I'm always amazed. Every time I visit Valencia and I see the Opera House, it's it's almost spaceship like, and it, and it's incredibly impressive and modern and unlike any other building I think that uh, that, that I've ever seen and, and very much well worth a visit. Opposite to the Opera House, we have the Hemispheric, which is a three-dimensional uh, cinema, the Science uh, Museum, which is the the biggest building uh, and which uh, claim is uh, forbidden not to touch and then uh, in a walking distance so also in the same complex you you find the aquarium the aquarium is according to TripAdvisor users the second best uh, aquarium in the world Ima imagine it's uh, more than 40,000 uh, fishes uh, and penguins and dolphins and belugas and uh, a lot of med medusas also many 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 fishes very well worth seeing one of the reasons that we set up low season traveler is um is in part to counter i guess the the over tourism which is occurring in a number of cities around the world and certainly around europe the likes of barcelona not not so far away from valencia uh, venice dubrovnik is valencia experiencing any issues with over tourism or is valencia uh, not 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 there yet thank goodness well, uh, definitely we are not there, not there yet. Some some areas, of course, the the city center, at some moment it can it can be a little bit uh, busy, not like the cities that that you mentioned. And uh, we have a very good advantage in Valencia is that we have many other attractive 
areas, not just the city, the city center. We have an area where we have the Biopark. Biopark is uh, one of the biggest zoos or but barrier-free uh, zoo where you will not see any barrier at all. It's like a piece of Africa in, in, in Valencia. This is at the other side uh, from the city of arts and sciences at the aquarium when, when you look at the map completely at the other side uh, when you you take uh, the 10 kilometers that from the green river bed and you get to Biopark, so far away from the city center as well and then we have the city center which is like 30 minutes walking distance to the city center and then you have the beaches and the royal marine where we have a lot of uh, paella restaurants a very nice uh, beach promenade uh, a new beach club and then Beside that, surrounding Valencia, we have La Huerta, which is like, like, like the garden, like, like the groceries or vegetables factory from, from the city. And it used to be one of the biggest uh, vegetables uh, factory for Europe. Huh? And that's on the north, mainly from the city, but, but touching the city. And in the south, we have the Albufera Lake, which is the biggest lake in Spain, and uh, it's where where we grow the the rice for the for the paella, yeah. and, and the, the, the famous Valencian paella, famous Valencian paella, and the albufera is very important, especially in low season because uh, I'm sure you you've heard about flamingos. Huh? Yeah. Everybody yeah. In, in in high in peak season in in high season uh, taking their pictures with their flamingos in the swimming pools and in the sea. Yeah? yeah, yeah. We have the the real flamingos. You know the real flamingos. They move from the from the north of Europe to Africa, and uh, in low season because it's a great place to be, Valencia in low season. Flamingos come to Valencia. The only the the difficult thing from flamingos is that they will not read your 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 website. They will not listen to this podcast. They will not book in advance in a travel agency, and then we don't know exactly which of the days they are at the Albufera. But every year they come. If you don't believe me, yeah. you Google it: flamingos Albufera. You will see beautiful pictures on so no, no guarantees but a but a very good chance during uh, typically during what january february time miguel yeah usually january january usually january but you know now the 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 weather is changing uh, so 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 much now which is christmas time we have over 20 degrees for example in valencia wow it's amazing because you see the the the, the typical uh, billboards on the streets, uh, from the all the shopping centers uh, about Christmas, no? Christmas explorers, Christmas blah blah blah. Down, down, you have the temperature 23, 24 degrees. It's, it's amazing. Inc it's incredible. Amazing. I just want to leave my office uh, to enjoy the sun. Finish <laughs> <laughs> recording this podcast and go to have a, an horchata. Uh, have you heard about horchata? Horchata. Now, horchata. this is the, you know, this this is the is, drink. Is, tell me, uh, tell uh, us so, a little bit more about the drink. Uh, so, some, someone from Bristol thinking that they have uh, find a new a new recipe. This vegan milk, tiger nuts, and already around 800 years ago, this uh, drink uh, was uh, invented in in Valencia. 
and it's it, it has a protected denomination of origin uh, by the by the European Union and maybe you don't want to talk about the European Union maybe <laughs> not the, the, the right. well, go on <laughs> but horchata is uh, delicious and and the, the place to, to drink it uh, you can drink it all year round it's it's a kind of of Valencian Red Bull non-alcoholic very healthy, very good for the for the good cholesterol, not the bad one. Eh? And the other the other famous drink from Valencia is the Valencia Agua Valencia. Is that what agua, agua, agua de Valencia. Agua, agua de, de Valencia. Valencia. Tell the listeners is, what Agua de Valencia is. This is with a sparkling a sparkling uh, wine or cava and uh, orange juice. Also, also very important. The, the Valencian orange juice. You mix it with some other uh, stronger liqueurs, and you make an amazing uh, cocktail. By the way, it was uh, recently reopened the place where the Agua de Valencia was uh, uh, invented, which is called uh, Café Madrid. Uh, and, and they have also a very nice uh, four-star hotel, Marquez House. It's very close to the Ceramic Museum, which is the only national museum which is not located in Madrid. It's it's in in Valencia, this beautiful Ceramic Museum. We have over 40 museums, which definitely makes uh, Valencia a unique, great destination all year round. 40 yeah. museums, 330 sunny days, I was looking, actually, Miguel, I was looking on my iPhone, as many of us tend to do, and uh, I was looking at the temperatures at the moment in Valencia, which is a, a pleasant 20 degrees in the sunshine, uh, but also I was looking at when the sun sets. So the sun sets in the UK uh, before four o'clock at the moment, and I saw that it's just before six o'clock that the sun sets in Valencia, so you're having a lot of sunshine as well. Yeah, we have sunshine until around six o'clock. Al Albufera, that we were mentioning before, yeah. it's a very nice place to to see the, the the sunset. And and then six o'clock, you still can do many things because most of the museums were will be open until around the seven eight o'clock low season. For example, the modern art museum called Ivam uh, will celebrate uh, this year the thirtieth uh, anniversary. Mm -hmm. So it's a very interesting uh, place. And then when the sunset comes, I think it's really the time to enjoy uh, gastro gastronomy. We usually have paella for lunch, not yeah. for dinner. Tourists are allowed to have okay. paella <laughs> for dinner if they want. <laughs> then we, we have uh, Michelin star restaurants. Um, uh, recently, Ricardo Camarena got his uh, second Michelin star. And maybe you've heard about uh, Kike da Costa. He's opening a, a restaurant in, in London. And he has three Michelin stars uh, in his restaurant one hour away to Valencia. But then in Valencia, he's opening now his uh, fourth restaurant. So so we combine, like the city, the city combines a lot of historical uh, buildings and heritage with uh, avant-garde uh, new modern uh, buildings like the City of Arts and Sciences or the Belles events at the Royal Marina. And the same in gastronomy. We have a lot of traditional uh, paella, tapas and, and, and good product uh, restaurants with traditional recipes. And then we have a lot of modern modern cuisine, some of them with uh, Michelin star, some other with uh, Repsol Sun, which is like the competition for the Michelin, the Repsol. Yeah. Uh, but at the end, excellent chefs that cook excellent, uh, great uh, product 
kilometer zero, slow food, to enjoy the gastronomy, also with good wines. There are over 200 wineries in the Valencia uh, region that uh, uh, make very nice uh, wines. We know Rioja is more famous eh, worldwide for other uh, denomination of origins, but the Valencian wines have uh, improved a lot and getting gold and silver medals uh, at all the international wine fairs and not just wine, also beer. We have a lot of uh, artisan local beers that are also a very good, uh, a very good choice. One thing I will say, having uh, returned from Valencia, what just two weeks ago from our from our conference, is um, I was I was really taken aback by how inexpensive everything is in Valencia. Certainly compared to the UK, um, in in many of the bars I was in, I was getting charged for a bottle of beer at one euro. Um, in many of the cafes, it was one euro for a cup of coffee. I was really quite taken in general by how inexpensive Valencia is compared to the UK. Is that, is that something that you tend to hear quite a lot in the feedback that you get from tourists as well, Miguel? Yeah, de definitely. We are very competitive in terms of, yeah. of prices. That's something we, we, we don't like that much uh, to, to promote. We prefer you to buy a cocktail for eight euros. Of course. <laughs> which, 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 is, which is also very cheap if you compare to the price of a cocktail uh, at any other European city. Uh, yeah. But they, uh, of course, you have restaurants where you can have a menu, menu del dia, the menu with the starter, main, main course, and dessert and drink for as little as 10 euros, no? for example. No? Yeah. As uh, Ricardo Camarena, which is our two Michelin star uh, restaurant, was uh, mentioning in a, recent, in a recent interview, he offers, because he has uh, four different restaurants, uh, food from 5 euros to 200 euros, with a, with a high quality, with a great hospitality. Yeah, I guess, I guess one of the advantages, of, uh, of, again, of traveling during the low season is the money that you save on the hotels and the flights compared to the high season, you can spend actually in Valencia on, you know, top class restaurants, Michelin star restaurants and expensive cocktails uh, yeah. because, because you'll, have, you'll have saved so much on the flights and the accommodation. That's right. I'm, I'm, when we have international uh, visitors and they go to one of our best restaurants, they always tell us, hey, this in, in my city, will cost uh, double or, or three times the money that I am uh, paying here for a, for a similar value. So definitely is a value for money. And uh, also now all year round, uh, Valencia is a city that every week something is, is, is happening. Uh, yeah. Now we are in, in Christmas and we have uh, an ice, ice skating ring. We have a lot of uh, Belenes. We have the 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 feria no? with with the with the wheel wheel Noria wheel wheel how do you call that? Well, the big wheel. The big the big wheel yeah. and, and all and all these uh, things and a lot of uh, Christmas trees and light special lighting for Christmas and many many things go, going on. Uh, we have a special concerts uh, for music and uh, we have theater, kino. It's fair to say, I've, I've, I've been impressed in Valencia, whenever I've been, there's always some, some kind of a party or a festival going on. And um, I'm always amazed at how much the Valencians like their fireworks. 
Uh, there's, there's always something happening and it always involves fireworks. Yeah, on the, on the, for example, this year, this year is, is, it's, uh, it's new in the New Year's uh, Eve. Yeah. Uh, since many years, we celebrate in the, in the city council uh, square with a DJ and with uh, fireworks, amazing fireworks. But this year we will make also for the children at midday, we yeah. will make also some special fireworks, a special DEA for the children. It's going to be oh, very good. Uh, something very good no? for, for, for families. Uh, yeah. There are many families that like traveling also. So just recently you've come out with a, um, you, you shared on LinkedIn, a, a top 10 um, sort of developments in Valencia to look out for in 2019. And we're going to be sharing those on our blog. But what are your what are your top tips for visitors traveling during the low season uh, this winter and spring to Valencia? What are what are your top recommendations for them to do? Well, we we already mentioned uh, a few of these uh, top top ten for for this for this uh, year. Yeah. Astronomy is always a, a top, and all the, the the restaurants that I mentioned, the, the new ones from from Quique da Costa, the one from, from Ricard Camarena with the two Michelin stars and, and, and many, many others that you can see at our, at our website also, visitvalencia.com. But then first, uh, one thing that I didn't mention is that we have in the city the Holy Grail. Wow. You know, the, the yeah, one yeah, yeah. The famous Harrison Holy Grail. Ford, Harrison Ford, he was looking for for it at Indiana Jones, no? Yeah. This one, we have it in Valencia. Yeah. Well, the real well, one is in Valencia. And uh, two popes already already used it. And in fact, uh, the Valen Valencia Cathedral was granted a jubileums year by Vatican, eh, which yeah. is, is a way to say this is the real one eh, from, yeah. from, the, from the church. No? Which, which, so which church uh, is it located? It's in the cathedral. It's in the cathedral. And the, 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 the good thing is that before you could go to the cathedral and see the Holy Grail and maybe read a little bit about it or listen a little bit about, the, about it from, from the tourist guide né, that makes the, the, the visit. But now we have also something new, which is called Aula Grial, which is a, a new interpretation center to learn more about the, its past from the, from, the, from, the, from the Holy Grail. And so, so that you know all the, all the, the story and the history of the, of the chalice that was used in the last uh, supper by Jesus Christ. This is really something unique yeah. that you can make also in low season in Valencia. No? One other, um, sorry, Miguel, one, those, I mean, obviously the Valencia is famous for having so many stunning uh, churches all throughout the town. There was one church that you brought me to um, about a year ago, which had an incredible ceiling, which was you know, really on a par with the Sistine San Chapel. Nicolas. San, San Nicolas. San Nicolas Church is called the 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 sixteen uh, the Valencian sixteen chapel. Yeah. But imagine the sixteen chapel is like eight hundred square meters. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's better than the than the sixteen. It's stunning though. It's and it's a lot larger but, than the sixteen chapel. It's almost three times the size of yeah. the of the sixteen chapel. This is two thousand square meters. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Now yeah. they have a, a a Belen. How do you call it in English the Belen where you have uh, all the figures? 
nativity, nativity. They have a vertical nativity now in this very, very, something very special, né? because usually nativities are horizontal placed. Né? We have a very good one also at the city, the city council. Well, the thing is that we could be uh, talking hours and hours and uh, telling uh, several things uh, to do in, in Valencia. Uh, I suggest uh, to check uh, the low season uh, website and uh, to check uh, visittravel.com where you can also buy a lot of uh, different activities and then you don't need to make any queue. You already have your your your, your ticket, even with some discounts. Eh? Uh, you Absolutely. you save mo you save money on the accommodation. You save money on the flights, and you save money on the activities because you buy them at visitvalencia.com. Perfect, perfect. Um, in terms of connectivity with the UK, just for our listeners, um, there's a large uh, number of direct flights going throughout the year between the UK and Valencia. Um, it's served with Ryanair, with EasyJet. Which other airlines, Miguel, do we need to look out for for the direct services? Uh, yeah, Ryan, Ryanair, EasyJet, and then uh, British, Airways, British Airways, which uh, is uh, operating at the moment uh, from Gatwick, but will uh, go from, uh, from April, uh, will start flying, operating from uh, London Heathrow. And uh, next low season, next winter, uh, they will have daily flights from 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 Heathrow. And Ryanair is uh, flying from Bristol, Manchester, London, Stansted, Edinburgh uh, as as well, and is yet uh, from Luton and from Gatwick. Perfect. And and uh, actually, on the on the blog post and on the lowseasontraveler.com website, we'll feature a few example packages of Valencia. So please do check on the website, and you'll be able to see some examples of packages, uh, recommended hotels, and of course links to the restaurants, which uh, Miguel was mentioning uh, during today's podcast as well. Finally, Miguel, I noticed that you you know we, we've talked about a number of the activities that people can do in Valencia. Valencia, of course, is known as the city of joy. It's also known as the city of running, partly due to its climate. And I learned recently that it's also known as the city of skydiving. And recently you did your first skydive. Tell us about the experience and tell us why, why people should consider skydiving. Would you recommend it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would uh, recommend it. I, I didn't want to do it at the beginning. I have to, to recognize. Uh, but finally, I, uh, I did. It's, it's a place which is only one hour away to, to Valencia City. And uh, you can see the, the mountains at the Mediterranean Sea yeah. at, the same, at the same time. And uh, uh, we did it in, in the, in, I did it in December, which yeah. is low season again yep, and the weather was uh, amazing uh, it was a clear sunny day and a very nice uh, experience that i hope uh, i can do again uh, soon with you next time you know absolutely i i uh, for the listeners out there i uh, i got a little bit uh, nervous before the skydive so i didn't skydive on this occasion but uh, i've promised miguel that we will both skydive in valencia at some stage in 2019, and I'm tentatively looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It should be a lot of fun. Well, 
Welcome and uh, welcome uh, to Valencia to all your uh, listeners uh, any time of the, of the year. This is a unique, great uh, destination for, for your holidays. Absolutely. And uh, I, I completely agree. And I'm looking forward to my next trip. And I urge everybody out there to, uh, to give Valencia a go. I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised. Miguel, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us on your beautiful city. And look forward to catching up with you again very soon. Thank you. See you soon. So my thanks again to today's guest, Mr. Miguel Angel Perez from Turismo Valencia. And as always, if you have any feedback or if there is a destination which you'd like to see featured in this series, please do email us at lowseasontraveler at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends and social networks. Look out for the next episode on iTunes or even better, uh, why not subscribe and receive it automatically. It's free for everyone as we believe that travel is better without the crowds. <laughs>